0: Welcome to the podcast filled with his love. I'm Russ Osgathorpe, your host. So today, this is, for me, kind of the culmination of these short, brief, little snippets on locus of control. Today, we want to talk about how can I develop a healthier locus of control. And I want to preface this by saying people with a healthy locus of control they recognize outside forces and their influence in their lives. They don't ignore them. They don't pretend they don't exist. Uh, so, the goal is not to have an extremely high internal locus of control at the exclusion of ignoring all external factors. The goal is not to give external for- the goal is to make sure we do not give those external forces the power to control us. We still recognize them. In other words, when somebody runs into me in the parking lot and dents my car, I recognize that as a not very positive event, but I do not let that control me. I do not let that uh, get me all angry at the person who did it, or I, I, I don't let it shut me down, in a sense. I can't do that. What we do is we recognize it. And then we take action. We use our agency to take action so that external forces do not control us. So, here are some ways that I believe we can have a healthier locus of control in our lives. First of all, we stop blaming others or outside events for our problems. We take responsibility for our actions and the results of those actions. Uh, We used to tell our missionaries we make no excuses. When we make excuses, it's kind of a form of blaming, of shifting responsibility to somebody else, some external force. And we don't do that if we have a healthy locus of control. Second, if we want a healthy locus of control, we take charge of our future. We imagine our future and then create it. When Elder Rasband talks about how the Lord has a design for our life, we need to seek to know what that design is and then do all we can to fulfill that design. This is really our doctrine of foreordination as opposed to predestination. We need to know that God has a plan for us first. And then, just like Moroni told Joseph, God has a work for you to do, he told Joseph. He has a work for all of us to do. And that's what we need to do, to find out what it is and then do it. And it changes throughout our life. Um, different stages of our life cause a different design that God has for us. So we just need to keep finding out what that is and then follow that prompting. Now, with failure, failure is an interesting thing. So we we let failure, in a sense, wash away. We we see failure as a way to learn more, not as a way to... uh, kind of shut us down or conquer us or make us feel incompetent or all of those things. I actually don't like the word failure so much. I I wish we had a different way of expressing it. Sometimes things just don't work out. That's what I like to say. That didn't work out. I was talking with the temple president the other day, and he said, well, we tried this, but it didn't work, so we won't try that again. He, He said it with a chuckle. Because he was saying, we thought this would be a good plan, we tried it, and it didn't work, and so we learned from it, and now we'll find a better way, a different way. We won't let that discourage us. That's a healthy locus of control. Now, another one, we used to tell our missionaries, count your successes. This is very, very important, I think. Our missionaries gave me a sweatshirt at the end of the mission. It said, uh on the back, this is good. This is very good. Now, I I kind of realized that I said that a lot, but they said, you said it all the time. I was always trying to help them count their successes and not focus so much on their failures. And missionaries can have a lot of failures. Sometimes in one day, they can have 10 people reject them, turn them down, promise something that they don't come through on. It's just constant. And so I was always trying to say, okay, let's look, let me show you what you did that was really good, I would kind of help interpret their success for them and then say, this is good. Look at this. It's very good. I also like to emphasize this when I, I just see somebody and I can just see them even for just a moment and say, tell me something good. And they look up at me and say, well, like about what? And I said, anything. Anything in your life. Tell me something that's good. The, the other day, you know, you think gossip. Gossip is filled with... Scary stories. It's filled with all kinds of negative stuff. The news is filled with negative stuff. We don't need more of that. Um, but the other day I asked my grandson, so I said, Tell me something good. And he said, uh, Well, I just went to FSY for the strength of youth events that they have now. I just went to FSY. I said, Well, how was it? He thought for just a second. He said, Grandpa, it was the best week of my life. I like that response. I said, "What well, made it so good?" He then told me about how Elder Uchtdorf had just surprisingly dropped in on their event, and he got to shake his hand and talk to him. I said, "Was that the reason it was the best week of your life?" He said, "Well, actually, that—not necessarily that—just one thing. He said our leaders were so great." Every day we had these devotionals, and he went on to tell me some more. So when we can elicit something like that from somebody else, tell me something good. Tell me something exciting. Tell me something that's been good in your life recently. It doesn't mean we cover up the things that are problems in our lives, but it means we focus on the things that are good. Next, recognize the hand of the Lord. So if we can see God's hand in our life every day, We will feel the strengthening power of His grace and that power will help us realize that we can do more than we thought we could do. That's why the scriptures say, with God all things are possible. Nothing is impossible. So, this is a huge thing. And our internal locus of control rises, this is the paradox of this, We want to have a high internal locus of control, but we also want to have a very high confidence that external divine help can lift us and strengthen us. So, this is the healthy locus of control. Recognizing God's hand helps us see that we get strength from His grace that we can do something that we did not think we could do, something that we thought at first might be impossible. So, very quickly, those are the ways that I think we can develop a healthy locus of control. We stop blaming others or outside forces for our problems. We take charge of our future. We let failure wash away. We count our successes and we recognize the hand of the Lord. Hope this is helpful, and if you find it helpful and you know somebody who needs this, I hope you'll share it with them. See you next time.